Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch. Join with the one and only Laura Eldridge. Hey, y'all. And J.D. I'm about to get married. Rogers! <laughs> What's up? Hey, guys, this is dropping on my birthday. Can I just say that? Wow. Happy early birthday. Happy birthday. I know. It's going to be a great expect, day. We expect, since you're going to be 35 and can run for president. We, and I will. We expect that. And I, I will. I will be Don't launching. disappoint the people. Today is officially 35. launching my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> what if people find me on Instagram in like a tux with a red tie and just a blue tie or whatever no tie you Honestly, JD, don't you have access? Can you just get on and make that happen? Yeah, we'll just, you know, start his campaign. What would, what would your slogan be? Hmm. I don't know. We got to think, think about that. that. Yeah. 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 Sit in your slogans. Yeah. If, you have any, if David were to run for president, what would you have as his presidential campaign slogan? How wild is it that 35 you can run for president? Feels- when you're when you're in your 20s, you feel like that's ancient. But like now when you get upper 20s and yeah. kind of hit 30, you're like, wait a second. It's even further wild that our two past presidents are double that plus. Yeah. Do you feel like you could run a country right now? Napoleon ran a country when he was like, Mid thirties. Okay. I honestly take Alexander the Great conquered most of the world by twenty seven. Wasn't wow. one of the, wasn't um step up my game. There was like mm. an eight year old king in the scriptures. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and he did pretty king. good, didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember what his name was. It starts with J. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about. What are we talking about? We are. It's a unique time. Not only is it your birthday, we are getting closer and closer. I am about like this. I mean, next week I'm getting married. Yeah, you from are. this episode. I'm getting married. Next week, New Year's Eve. Yeah, you are. Which is insane. I got to find my baby bump dress. Yeah. Yeah. Gold, silver, or black. Yeah. New Year's Eve colors, please. You got to go black if you're pregnant. My wife's doing the same thing. Uh, My uh, sister-in-law is going uh, sparkling silver to be a disco ball because she's pregnant. Hey, that's <laughs> wow, that is great. But that was a good pro tip, David. David, yeah. David just gave the ladies a pro tip. <laughs> oh, thousand percent. But we're talking about yeah, like I, preparing I, for marriage. Yeah, and I want to know. It's just a unique season, and I think that we should just, you know, David, you're really good at just putting my love life out there for everyone to hear about. And so why not just do another one? <laughs> yes, um, because we're in this unique season. Why not just use what's what I'm about to walk through to help other people with what they'll be walking through one day if God has that for them. So hold on for all the people who are just like, I'm about to turn this off because I'm bitter and angry. I'm 23 and still single. Listen, it can happen really quickly. And I think there's a lot of stuff that nobody tells you about that you need to do to prepare both for the wedding night, the wedding week, all that stuff, but also kind of leading up to it. Yeah. So how do you feel? I, you know, I feel like I should be feeling more things. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, it feels like it's not even happening. I feel very normal. Yeah. I almost am like, man, should I be more nervous? Should I be more excited? Is something wrong with me? Am I ready for this? Am I getting cold feet? What's going on? Like I'm getting all these different questions in my head because I just feel so normal. I'll tell you this. It feels surprisingly normal. Like my wedding day, I remember waking up and like somebody brought me tacos and people were delivering flowers, but it felt like just a normal day. I don't know, man. Mine, mine felt like more surreal. Really? Yeah. yeah. You, have you had a bachelor party yet? All right. So let's no. talk through some things. This will be kind of bouncing all over the place. Hopefully it's helpful. Hopefully it's many. You haven't? Are you going to? 
My bachelor party is the whole week leading up to the wedding. Oh, wow. What it's are y'all the, doing? It's, some guys are starting my bachelor party. We're going to Kentucky, State of Friends Farm. Can some guys are going <laughs> Some guys are going on Christmas Day to start. I get there the day after Christmas, and we are going all week long. And the day of my rehearsal dinner, we're flying back. Oh, I love I'm, it. I'm undone. Like, we're going gonna to be Kentucky. so, like, broed out and, like, oh, yeah. bonded by that moment. And then we're all going to go into the wedding together. It's going to be really fun. Hopefully my flight doesn't get canceled. Dude, bachelor parties are one of those things that whatever you're thinking about right now, what most people think of when they think of bachelor, bachelorette parties of, of just crazy debauchery, strippers, all that stuff. I think some of the most meaningful moments I've ever had were at bachelor parties, including oh, yeah. my own, of people praying, totally. talking about stories, like enjoying each other's company sober enjoying being and doing fun stuff going and shooting guns or oh yeah you know i have a whole mine was so fun yeah i loved and it was right before covid so like the fact that i didn't get a wedding i'm so thankful that i got a bachelorette yeah what i'm so excited for is it's gonna be the first time that all i have i have moved four jobs since college i've moved in different states and different cities and for the first time in my life all of the people that have impacted me in those different seasons will be in one space for like six days and i Cannot believe it's happening, one, but just like I'm the only person who knows all of them. Like I'm connected yeah. to every one of them and they, someone there doesn't know someone. Yeah. And I get to be like the master, like yes. connector. Blue. Yes. Yeah. And be like, it. Hey, tell them about this. You, yeah. you tell them about this. And like, just let Love each it. of them brag on themselves. So really excited about that. It's going to be an emotional week, I'm sure. But. Okay. Can I give you a, a suggestion on that? The bachelor party? Well, just on your groomsmen and uh, bridesmaids. Those are like, in our culture, people think of them as just like they just wear a dress up there. Dude, those are your mighty men. Give them jobs. Give them things and responsibilities. Somebody gave me that advice, and I give it to grooms that I do their wedding every time. Like, as it relates to the wedding certificate ceremony, like, you know, you have to get that thing signed, and it has to be mailed by a certain amount of time from the moment that the ceremony happens. People forget that. Your marriage license, yeah. Totally. And so every time... I would give that to the best man. It's like, bro, this is your one job. You are going to get across the goal line. The fact, Or the <laughs> the maid of honor. Um, if, yeah. it, it depends on who's more responsible. Yeah. Sometimes you have like a, uh, a, a wallflower yeah. off the wall crazy where you're like, we don't want to give it to Becky. I love her to death. <laughs> but it's not going to make it to the... To where the courthouse, where it needs to go. <laughs> and then you have, you know, straight lace Sam over there where it's like, we're going to, we're going to entrust him. Sam's got it. But point being, I would like invite those guys to be help and take on things, your girls and your guys in the weeks. And especially over the weekend of that day to take on, because it's not just that they're your friends. They're also going to hopefully stand alongside of your marriage together and support you. I still get a text every single anniversary from the groomsmen of my wedding. Oh my I'm just saying, Hey. Um, we're still standing with you and still supporting you and, and still encouraged. So, Wait, those, that's really tender. Oh, yeah. It's super kind. But they were not just there for that moment. I mean, they're a part of your life and your marriage that you're building. So, boom. Yeah. I Hot take. I picked my groomsmen. I think a lot of people do like, man, who have been my ride or dies? Yeah. I actually got this advice where um, there are some people who have not been in my life as long as others, but I chose them because I see a very clear path of a future yeah. with them yeah. and they're like in the next stage of life. And so my groomsmen, I split them up in thirds, past, present, future, where like, it's not all, um, <laughs> I love that. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. not all just like the obvious day ones, but I'm like, yeah, there's like, fun. there's, it's, there's four guys that I'm like, I can tell y'all are going to be living life with me in Dallas with me and Jenna. 
Yeah. Where every all, all the other ones were just me. Yeah. And uh, they have kind of come in since me and Jenna that I can see a future with. And that's been fun. And there's been some people who haven't agreed with that. But I love it, dude. Um, okay. Another thing I've wondered is I'm like, at what point do we start doing the whole like bank accounts and finances and all the like logistical healthcare, all that stuff? Like at what point I don't have the capacity right now to work, be a human, be in community, go to church, plan a wedding, honeymoon, all of that stuff yeah. and focus on that. So I've been, we've been saying like, Hey, when we get back, we'll start knocking off this stuff yeah. little by little. Is that smart? Are you like, you guys are heading into so much chaos. Is that normal? Well, have y'all talked about it? I, I think it's less important on the logistics. Cause to your point, when you get back, the heavy lifting is honestly on the, the, bride, I think, because she has to change her name. She has to get her passport changed. She has to get so like, you know, a lot of legal stuff. But have you guys talked through finances, which could bleed into something everybody should hopefully do before they get married, is you want to go through all the closets of your finances, your past, your plans, your future. I'm sure you guys have talked through where y'all are at financially. Yes. I more so mean like the actual like joining of bank accounts yeah. and like the logistical, like go to the bank. I'm going to like leave my little town bank, join like a bigger name bank, like yep. all of that stuff. Do you think that you should do that before you get married or after? No, I think you can wait. I don't think it really matters, but it's actually a pretty easy process. I remember when we did it nine years ago, they just go and banks are happy yeah. to take your money and transfer it. I think some of that stuff, you like you'll figure out what you want to do once you're there. So we didn't reno our house. Like we were, we moved into a new house and wanted to reno a bathroom, but we're like, wait a second, let's live in this first and figure out like what is practical and not. And then living it, we're like, wait, we need more counter space. Okay. I'm glad we didn't reno that at first. Cause we wouldn't have put that in there. I think it's similar with things like bank accounts, all those logistical things. You're going to find out details as you're doing finances together. Yeah. Cause like I'm on my mom's cell phone plan yeah. and she's on her family's. It's like classic, classic like, Gen Z right there. It's like, well, no, actually I do mind to help my mom out. It's oh. cheaper for her. Uh, oh, okay. I I'm still so, in my mom's. Jerk. Okay. Look um, at you. But oh, wow. what I, what I'm wondering is like, that's like very like single living yeah. mentality. How much do you carry over? Like, it feels weird that we're going to be married and one, yet there's going to be all these things that still feel like I'm living as a single person right now, yeah. logistically. Yeah. Is that okay? I'm convinced that so much of that is about the conversations that you have about it. Like the fact that you're being thoughtful and, and intentional to have those conversations. I think the more important questions you can speak into this, David, because you've done this way longer than I have. Way longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super old. I can yeah. run for president, remember? 35. Yeah. Um, are like, hey, are we going to go to bed together? You know, are we going to wake up at the same time? I think some of those things fighting for unity over the logistical things. Yes, to some extent, like bank accounts and having access and that that kind of thing. But you just have conversations. Colby and I recently just started this a year and a half, two years in, I guess. Um, we have like a Tuesday night meeting just for logistics, like finances and for, I mean, Tuesday's the porch. We have a different night meeting. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. Oh, sorry, interesting. Sorry, 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 team. <laughs> we have a weekly meeting to to just talk about those things that like need to get done. I think yeah. that's a little further though. I think it's chill. Really, for the next six months, you're like merging legally and logistically all of your life. Okay. In, in any it's, of that stuff. it's comforting to hear just six months. I'm like, give me something. Like, yeah. give me okay, a, yeah. that's like, that's encouraging to hear because I think there's just this rush to feel like we've got to get it all figured out. Yeah, no. Um, I haven't changed my last name yet and I haven't changed my passport. So okay, that. that's helpful. You're that's good. super helpful to hear. Okay, I, where are you going to live? 
we are moving. You don't have to say the apartment or house place, but do you have it lined Apartments. Up? Here's the thing I found out yesterday. The apartment we're moving into, we already, we're already leasing. I've already paid for December. Like it's ours. Nice. Pro, but, pro move. Yeah. But yesterday, we haven't moved. I was going to move everything in yesterday. I am, you could probably hear it. I'm, I'm stuffy. I'm facing some allergies right now. It's allergy season. Omicron. And uh, <laughs> so I didn't move this, our stuff into the apartment yesterday. Like I was going to. Thank God, the apartment above our future apartment pipe busted. Ooh. Our whole new apartment's flooded before we even move in in three weeks. Oh, no. And so that happened. Marriage problems are already existing. I'm going, okay, how do I be like a provider, you know, do all the right things for our future home? And I'm going to get worked out. But to that, with that, it's just crazy already how much I'm having to think about, oh, if I were single, I'm like, well... I'll stay in my friend's back house and I'll ride it out until it's done. I'm like, no, this is, we are going to be married. Yeah. So now like you have to think through, okay, if you have to stay somewhere else, you're both staying somewhere else. Do you want your first few weeks of marriage to be in someone else's home? No. You know, you don't. Like there are things like that, that I now have to like think through that are just so different. So will they have an apartment ready? Uh, I haven't called them yet today. I've been working a lot, oh, but I'm getting there. Uh, it was a sun- it was a Sunday when it happened. Wow! But you're doing the right thing, and that yeah, you want to make sure you have a place set up. I think ideally you do move stuff in. Sometimes a lot of couples, the girl lives there already, or the guy lives there already, and you're moving in. I'm kind of moving in. Yeah, like I'm kind of gonna be there, and then she'll come in. Yeah, join. That's good. You're minimizing as much as you can because then you have the wedding, then you have a honeymoon, then you're writing all these thank yous to people who gave you a blender and you know. <laughs> okay, hot take. Up. Do people appreciate the thank you notes? No, but they don't. Well, here, should, I, should I text them or send them a voice memo? Honestly, this is it a girl question. It depends on what generation. And I think generation question. Like, I, do they think like, wow, I never got the thank you note from that gift I sent three months ago? I think girls are more sensitive than to than guys are. I, I think it's a generation thing. I think it's a, if, if they're like older, like for instance, we're never going to think about it if you don't send us a thank you card. But, I am expecting some thank you cards. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I haven't seen that new couch show up in my apartment yet, David. <laughs> <laughs> because of the pipe burst. I told you I wanted the couch. <laughs> it's in there. It's great, man. It's going to be there from Crate and Barrel. It'll be there later today. Okay, I, next I question. Say thank you. Next question. We are moving into an apartment. Uh, you know, we probably won't be an apartment forever, but for a while. Um... How hard should we go on nice furniture, nice blankets, nice towels? Like, should we wait until a house for that? Like, what should we Facebook marketplace? Like, what should we do? I think this is one of those things where you just got to know your girl, man. I mean, that would be my my advice to the guys is, man, did you marry Bougie? Because if you marry Bougie and she wants Bougie, you got to figure out how to love her like Christ loved the church. And it's not that you can't have those practical, economical, like, hey, I don't know that this makes financial sense for us to buy the $300 restoration hardware blanket. But um, but then, you know, everybody's different. They have these, they have preferences and things that they want that uh, you just got to navigate those waters well. So if you're asking what would I do, I probably wouldn't go hard on, you know, full send, getting the nicest stuff, honestly, in general, but certainly in an apartment environment where, we're probably going to move in a year or two. And, uh-huh. and there's so much resale now that... that uh, King bed or queen bed? Well, no, king oh, for sure. King for sure. There's some hot takes. A lot of people, you know, Sam, who we work with, is hard to the whole, he wants a queen because it's more intimate. But 
I like. Ooh, we, I we didn't got sleep a, we got for like king. six months. King. Yeah. King, king is the way to go. A king yeah. changed everything. Did, and we, yeah. Did you go Tempur-Pedic? Uh, I don't think we've actually gotten the mattress yet. I don't know what she got. She's been doing all that. She's very more price conscious than me. Yeah. I'm bougie. Uh, yeah, that's how, that's how Colby and I She are. balls on a budget on everything. Yes. So she's like, that. all things I love will go you, through Jenna. me. I love that. And meanwhile, I'm like, I want it to look good. I want it to look on theme. I want it to be so nice. Like you spend over 50% of your life sleeping. It better be nice. Yeah, it better be, yeah. Okay, that's actually something. So as you're picking out all the stuff that you guys want, one, you're having blended style, which I feel like y'all are pretty similar anyways. Like uh-huh. y'all are going to have... It's, it's all not black gonna be and white. Hard. Let's be real. Okay, Colby, I'm like, uh, the navy blue has to go. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, social this, suicide. This looks, am I right? It looks great for a bachelor or watermark. Like, like, proud of you. He's really clean. Oh my yeah. gosh, it looks like watermark. But that's got to go. Um, here is one thing though. Like, if if she's super price conscious and you're like, just spend it. Like, let's let's go send it. Um, you're gonna have to be thoughtful of her, it, even if it's like, hey, we have the means for this, and I want something nice, and we you don't. want something nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. regardless, like, be conscious of like, hey, how that's gonna make her feel. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, I'm like a. We got to find the best deal. We just have to. That's, That's how she is. So Facebook Marketplace has been a great friend for us. Yes. I will say. Yeah. And you should. Uh, other things. Yeah. The only thing I would say against what you said, David, is that right now on your registry, like people want to buy you nice stuff. You know what I mean? So like, yes, let sir. them do it. So let, let them buy do it. For it. You. Yeah. Let's we've done that. We've done like that. We got the nice towels. It's like I'm a year saying. in. I'm not saying like, don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Let's talk about sex. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk all right. About it. Let's talk about sex. Why not, I mean, again, we're just airing out all of my. I think this is really important, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Is. Anybody who's getting married. Okay. Well, the first thing that I let's just talk about sex expectations. And obviously, I'm going to ask some of these questions. Me and Jenna have talked about these things. I'm not asking these things a week away from my wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm asking them for the person who, for the people. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, sex expectations. How much do you talk about it? How much do you communicate about it? When's it healthy to start communicating? I've heard from some people that literally you should wait for some things like days before because of temptation yeah. and just talking about those things can get steamy. So like just all the things, what have y'all learned? What should we do? I think everybody's different. I would, I would talk through and it's going to sound crazy or going to sound not romantic. First, I would put your expectations on the floor. Like I would yeah. put them as low as you can. Uh, you're going to be exhausted you're also going to be excited. There's going to be a lot of different emotions. There's going to be a lot of uh, potential ways that, that uh, all disappointment is birthed from unmet expectations. And one friend uh, to you or one thing that you can do to be a friend to yourself is to put those on the floor that like, man, hey, we may not even uh, go the whole way this first night or things may not go exactly how I see them going. And maybe they will. I'm just saying by going in and having those expectations, a friend told us to talk through it more uh, poignantly, like just directly, like, Hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go in, get to the hotel room and just uh, walk through and talk through that a few days before, or in just, and it wasn't in a weird way. It was just like, man, here's what I'm thinking. And it's, it's flex and chill. And I just want to care and honor you, which I am confident you're going to do with Jenna, but bringing some clarity to, Hey, here's what I'm thinking. And we can always change and make it a relaxing, enjoyable night together. I I think Personally, I think expectations, they're great to talk about, but then I, I'm like, you also can't really know. You know what I mean? If you guys haven't been having sex, which praise God you haven't, I'm proud of you, way to go. And if you're listening and you have, it's not too late, but it may mean it's time to break up. Yeah. Um, If you're not honoring each other and honoring God in that way. But I'm like, until you get there, like communication is everything. 
And the two not top reasons for divorce are uh, communication and finances. So sex is another opportunity to communicate and, and care for one another and serve one another. So as you're talking, even just figuring out, hey, what does Jenna need in this moment? Like for me, I was a little bit like, okay, we just raced over to this honeymoon. I had to replan my wedding 15 times because of COVID. I'm whatever. And then... I had to pee this whole way in this like beautiful gown. So I'm like, I'm not going to stop at a gas station wow. and, and I don't really want to stop at that's, the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, but I, <laughs> I'm like, that's like, I would totally do that, but that's not romantic. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not what I want my husband thinking about. So when we got there, I just needed a second to be like, oh my gosh, I can catch my breath from everything that just happened over the past month. Yeah. And so, and then, so, so we like, waited until later that night. It's really a process of reading the room. Yeah. You just like got to uh, communicate well beforehand, during, and even how you communicate. It's kind of a, a combination of reading the room. But I think putting expectations on the ground, going 10 times slower than you think. Yes. That's what I would say to my younger brother, if you're out there listening, or just as a big brother, I would say that to anybody. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And just honoring one another and talking through that stuff. There is a new book called... Um, Married Sex. Oh, it's yep. so good. It is. But really I've heard you that you it? should wait till days before to read it. Yeah, you probably should. I mean, it's like, it's a better version of sheet music, if yeah. you know that book. Those are two Christian books that uh, will talk about that stuff. But a lot of people don't have people, anybody sharing any of this stuff with totally. them. So at the risk, we're trying to navigate the line of not being uh, overly immodest and being calculated and also providing a helpful conversation for anybody that will get engaged and will have to have yeah. these conversations someday. Which disclaimer, there are some things in cheap music that we don't agree with. Married Sex has, I mean, they did a phenomenal job, I think. Do you? Yeah, no, I think it's um, And And it's fine. Like, just, just watch yourself. Like, you know what I mean? If your thoughts are going too far, like, whatever, just watch yourself. Yeah. But another thing, just practical, this might be too racy, I don't know. But again, somebody had said these things to me, so I'm thankful. Um, things to just, like, know about, bring lube, bring... Like that's, I'm thankful people said things like that. And then a lot of people would prepare for UTIs for the girls. So they bring medicine. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, people, like I'm thankful people said things like this just because, um, yeah. Yeah, on your honeymoon. On your, on your, like, yeah, honeymoon. They're like, okay, there's some, sometimes it's like you've shut it off for so long that it might be hard to turn back on or whatever. Sometimes it's like, they warned me. I'm like, what can I say? I, I think you have the rest of your life to figure it out. Yeah, that's just good. Don't, don't put so much pressure on on turning it on, shutting it off, all that stuff. Like that's the one brilliant thing about sheet music's illustration is the is the you're learning to play music and that no one learns how to play the piano the first time you try. That's it doesn't good. sound great, but the more that you like play and familiarize yourself as a musician, JD, the better you get at it and the better you're attuned to. And that's really the whole point of the book yeah. of sheet music is you have this thing that together for the rest of your life, you'll get to grow in intimacy and work on together and just putting expectations on the floor. Yeah. Okay. Good. Last question. What would you say to, I'm about to be roommates with a girl and she's about to be roommates with a guy Yeah. from a girl's perspective, from a guy's perspective, just living together one-on-one -on -one, house things. Yeah. Uh, way of ways of life. What advice would you give? Get ready. <laughs> Get ready to buy pillows, bro. <laughs> buy pillows. We buy more pillows than I, I have any idea what to do with. And somebody gave me this advice, and I thought it was really, really good advice. Um, it was JP actually. He he was talking about his own marriage and something that that was helping them. 
And I think I may have shared it before, off air or on air, but he was talking about his wife and he just said, man, she is the spirit of God. And so when she wants something, I assume that God through his spirit is leading her to do that. And I don't assume that that's crazy and that's wrong. And we shouldn't do that. And we shouldn't have those pillows. When I disagree, I will say, I'm not convinced that's the right move, but I don't want to do something foolish. Can we widen the circle to, because typically if it's, uh, you know, it's a pillow, it's like, dude, you're supposed, Ephesians 5 says, love your wife like Christ loved the church and that he gave his life up for her. And so you put all of your desires, wants, your life is dead. And now you're there to serve and care for her and she is for you. And that's marriage. And so he was talking in the context of, hey, she has this. So, um, and he used a Suburban. She really wanted a Suburban. And he was like, man, I don't think that's the right move. That's an expensive car. We don't have that, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, I'm not going to say that God's, you know, not in that. And so let's widen the circle to our community and have them speak into it and have them be a part of wise counsel in that so that I can honor you. Because typically either it's so small that, man, just the pillow is fine. Just you do the pillow and I'll, I'll, get, I'll deal with it or I'll get over it. But if it's a bigger thing, and I really do feel strongly that I want to walk through that wisely. And I think that was a real helpful, practical thing for as you get married, assume Jenna, Jenna has the spirit of God. And so if I disagree with her, and there's going to be a lot of times I disagree, it's either one of those like, man, this is so small. It's a chance for me to die to myself to love her. Or this is so big and I'm passionate about it. But I don't want to do something wrong, so let's widen the circle. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good, David. That's that's awesome. Another thing I would say is that things are no longer your way or her, her way, which seems really simple, but it's a little bit harder to implement, or it was for us. Even things like, oh, he's always loaded the dishwasher like this. I'm like, I don't care if the dishwasher's organized. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but— so we had that's real. That is that, that is real, dude. <laughs> the dishwasher thing is real. We had argued, my wife and I have that's many funny. many conversations yeah. about the dishwasher and the cleaning thing. Like Colby's a lot more tidy than I am. Um, so there are a lot of conversations that are like, I think we had a breakthrough when we realized, like, hey, this can't be your way. Like it, things almost default to the person who cares the most about whatever it is. Cause I'm also like pretty chill. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But then I'm like, Hey, I also want to be like part of this. And he'll tell me, I want to be part of this. Like, this is not, how do you want to run a house? How do you want to run finances? How do you want to run whatever? It's both of you guys kind of coming together. How do we want? Yeah. And fighting to, to communicate well and forgive. Billy Graham famously said, what makes a great marriage is two great forgivers. And I think that's really true. And the first First three months, dude, marriage is amazing. That's the Proverbs say, who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives a gift from the Lord. You're going to be an awesome husband. She's going to yeah. be a great wife. You're going to love it. I'm pumped for you. And also there's going to be um, conflict that it like inevitably pops up, whether it's the first month or the second month. Like you're like, oh yeah, this is easy. It's so chill. And then boom, three yeah. months in, you're like, oh, we're conflicting over this trip that I forgot to tell her I had planned and you know whatever it is. And just continuing to fight for unity and forgive one another. That's good. It's wow. so fun. Pump for you, bro. It's, it's really happening. Oh, hey, this is one more tip. That uh, This is why I was asking you about your hotel room, which we're not going to say where it is on there. But I do this at weddings, and I think it's uh, a great move where I will call 
like I will for you, the hotel, and I'll say, hey, I'm calling on behalf of the bride and groom. They're getting married there. Can you upgrade them to the nicest suite or can you add on champagne or chocolate-covered strawberries or whatever? They always do it. And it's a much easier ask coming from the friend. And sometimes I'll just pay for it if they are yeah. like, charge you X, Y, and Z. But they almost always will a complimentary upgrade. So wow. the way you can be a great groomsman is by calling on their behalf and saying, hey, will you upgrade your boy to the, the suite, the penthouse, the whatever it is? And if it's open, they almost always do it. But you have to do it the day of the wedding is what I've learned. Oh, really? Because if oh. you do it like three weeks out, then they won't. They're like, if it's the day of, they know the penthouse is not booked. It's not going to get booked tonight. Yeah. But if it's three weeks out, then they'll be like, oh, it still may get booked. And he's in a great room. And so we'll give him some strawberries. Yeah. But if you do it the day of, then they know all the rooms that are available. That's good. I'll give a bridesmaid or groomsman tip. Yeah. Help solve problems. Like you don't have to take everything to the groom or the bride sometimes if you know that they would like empower you to make that decision. Yeah. Make a decision because decision fatigue is real. Yeah. And I would say also like take the take the moments together to enjoy your actual wedding day. Um, when there are a bunch of people around, it can be like you want to host everyone, you want to whatever, but like take moments to just enjoy each other. That's good. That's good. Thank y'all. I love it, bro. You're so going to be married the next time we're on here. <laughs> bye, bye, Bri. I love it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we love you guys. As always, we'll see you next week. Are we going to do one next week or will it be? We'll see him in the new year in 2022. Views from the porch. And we'll see you then. We love y'all. See you next time or see you in 2022. Peace. Thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.